Here we go. Here we go. Back in it. We back with in it. I've read it. Episode four. Woo. Right? Or is it five, uh, four? We four. Four. We, we at four. We have survived four episodes. We four in this. Ain't quitting yet. <laughs> Ain't quitting yet. Nah, for, never, never, quit. never quitting ever. Also, it's on iTunes now. <laughs> we on iTunes. Give us that like, favorite, subscribe. This isn't YouTube. No, give us that five star <laughs> iTunes Apple Podcasts review. Just listen, really. Yeah, that's just, all we want. Just listen. Just give us, give us a gander, and and tell your friends, and tell the stranger on the bus that you keep looking at. And tell your mom and dad and explain Reddit to them. Yeah. And then they can learn. They can learn. It'll be a family bonding experience and we'll all have fun. Yeah, I want a weekly tradition. Every Wednesday night, I want you and your whole family to sit in the living room together and then listen to the latest Watch episode. I've Reddit. And by watch, I mean listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a throwback to when, back in the day, everyone would listen around the radio because they didn't have TVs. Exactly. Let's bring that back. Let's bring that back. Let's do it. Anyway, if you're new to I've Reddit, what we do is we read uh, subreddits from Reddit. Yeah. I mean, just uh, we each share one subreddit with each other and you, the audience. And uh, we share some top all-time posts, some, some hot posts, just funny stuff. Funny, interesting stuff so we can uh, learn and laugh together. That's just how we do here at I've Reddit. That is just how we do. So, uh, I'm choosing heads today, because uh, I'm always yeah, heads. Sounds good. Uh, Alexa, flip a coin. Heads. Ooh, you that were... is what I thought, Alexa. Oh, man. You, you got me. You just swapped it, because you were winning too much, so you're like, oh, I gotta make it convincing this time. <sighs> He's on to me. He's on to me, guys. Alright, so, my subreddit is r slash today I learned. It has 20.8 million members, and basically, you learn something new every day. What did you learn? Post it, is basically what the synopsis is. They've got a few rules. Uh, they don't want inaccurate, unverifiable, or non-supported sources. Uh, I mean, by source. You need a source. And then, uh, no opinions, anecdotes, subjective posts, and the like. So, the first one I got up for us right here is a little uh, posted by Breeze in the Trees. A little bit of a rhyme there, very nice. Um, today I learned, timeless physics is the controversial view that time, as we perceive it, does not exist as anything other than an illusion. Arguably, we have no evidence of the past other than our memory of it, and no evidence of the future other than our belief in it as well. What do you think about that, Bailey? Well, uh... That hurts my brain. So time isn't real, so then what is... The thing is, the whole argument here is that... You know how we're alive, how we're living in this moment? Yeah. All we know is that this moment we're living in is real. Yeah. So That's like, basically the basis. But, but it also kind of falls apart if you think of it, like, just logically. If I draw an X on my wall... And it's still there in the moment. It's been done in the past, but it's still here now. Yeah, like And if I watch a recording, it was done in the past. But technically, I guess an argument could be, let's say we're in a simulation. We're getting deep here, folks. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Let's say we're in a simulation. Yeah. And then we were booted up and we started right now. 
our entire past could just be a processed simulation memory. Yeah. But also, the odds of that, I don't think, are very high. Because we live in the moment every moment. Doesn't, like... Also, recordings, I feel, kind of shut that whole theory down pretty fast. Yeah. Especially when it's your recording. Yeah. Doesn't, like... Like, they're saying, like, the past doesn't exist, but, like, you know, when the present becomes the past one second later, like... That's that's sort of my thing as well. Oof. Also, I was reading through the comments here, and some people mentioned, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, Awesome's Razor, Occam's Razor. Mm -hmm. um, and basically, I googled it because I didn't know what that was. And it is the uh, problem-solving principle that the simplest solution tends to be the right one. So they're saying, basically, that that makes no sense because realistically, there are much easier ways of explaining everything than saying that everything doesn't exist. <laughs> Which is true. And I didn't know, this is a cool kind of a... Uh, I wish I knew how to say it. I'll call it the OR. The OR is a pretty cool theory because, like... Well, not theory. It's a cool, like, principle because... The simplest thing generally is the easiest, and the right one. It's like a shortcut. Yeah, it's true. You would do the shortcut if you knew it was there. Yeah. The simplest is often what makes most sense. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So, we learned uh, a new word today. Awesome's razor. And by word, I mean two. I mean, I, mean, I know what razor is. On to the next one. There we go. So... Uh, this one is by Swagalicious4000. Today I learned the USA paid more for the construction of Central Park, which was $7.4 than it did for the purchase of the entire state of Alaska, which was $7.2 um, I followed up on this, and it is true. Um, they bought 843 acres of the park, and it cost uh, legislature $7.4 million in... Uh, 1876. Okay. One year later, they bought Alaska from Russia, 600,000 square miles, for 7.2 million. That's insane. I thought yeah. it was going to be one of those, like, you know, they bought Alaska in 1870 and no. then bought Central one Park in 1950. One year later. That's insane. <laughs> they got Alaska, a whole state. You know, Russia because Russia could just didn't want it. <laughs> Russia just didn't. I, I mean, I not. could look up the story as, as to why they didn't want it, but I guess that's insane. But like, they just were trying to sell. I I think Canada was also trying to buy it at that point, but I don't know. I guess yeah. I don't know. That would have made more sense, but you know. it would have made more sense. Oh well. We don't but need hey, We've now America tender. has a in between Canada and Russia spot, which I'm sure was strategic. Yeah, it's good to have. There we go. I'm fine in with general, having that. Which makes me even more surprised as to why Russia sold it to them. Yeah, that's funny. But I mean, I guess that was before there was any real tension between Russia and the states. Yeah. So. I apologize uh, for all my coughing today. I think I'm, I'm I'm getting sick. I got a scratchy throat. So. Well, we hope you feel better, Bailey. Thanks. We wish for the best. Thanks, man. All right. Next, we got one from Jeff the Baptist. Uh, today, I learned that we only know of Socrates secondhand from his contemporaries like Plato and Xenophon. I hope I said that right. No original writings exist. 
which I found interesting because I never thought about it. Um, technically, so- uh, Socrates has no proof of existence other than Plato and Xenophon, and um, I googled it. There's another yeah. guy. There were two plays by a guy named Ar- Aristophanes. He made two plays, both of which uh, included Socrates in them. So, like, Socrates as in, like, not Socrates himself, but Socrates as a character. Yeah. So, there is proof, but if it wasn't... It's kind of like how Jesus is in the Bible, and we know of Jesus because of all the people that knew of Jesus. Yeah. But I don't think Jesus wrote anything specifically himself that lasted this long. Yeah. So if it wasn't for the Bible, I don't think... Any of us would know about Jesus? Right. So it's the same thing with with Socrates. So it's kind of like Socrates. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Today I learned. That's so cool. I definitely didn't know that. I thought that was pretty interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, Plato, Socrates. Because Socrates is like a big name, too. Like, I feel like you hear that, and you you don't have to know specifically what he did, but everyone's like, oh, yeah, he's an old philosopher. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just Greek guy. He's Greek guy. Yep. Nice. Alright, next up, we got uh, one from Emily Likes Reddit a lot. That's good, Emily. That's a good one. Thank you, Emily. (laughs) Uh, Today I learned that a New York uh, University study found that people with easier to pronounce names have higher status positions at work. (laughs) I looked it up. This was a Business Insider report that came from other sources, but I didn't want to open those specifically. But basically... Uh, there's 13 little fun facts here. If your name is easy to pronounce, people will favor you more. Is what they found. Interesting. If your name is common, you're more likely to be hired. Uncommon names are associated with juvenile delinquency. So look out anyone with a really yeah. long, hard-to-pronounce name. That's, that's, that's rough. Oh, my goodness. Like, instead of Nick, it'd be like... N- Nicaragua. <laughs> there we go. That's a place. <laughs> Nick is short for Nicaragua, right? When yeah. you were named. <coughs> if you if you have a white sounding name, traditionally you're more likely to get hired. So the the Gregs and the Emilys and the and the Nicks. Yeah, and the, and the Nicks. <laughs> and the Baileys. I mean. And the Bailey Bailey too. Yeah. Um, if your last name is closer to the beginning of the alphabet, you could get into a better school. What? Yeah. Apparently. Um, People with names like Brett and Alice and stuff like that have a higher chance for some reason. I guess it's like subconscious. Here I am. A's and Sitting B's down and here C's. With Schaefer. <laughs> I think it's first names. Yeah. But Dang. Bailey, you get you got a really good chance. You're fine. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm fine. If your last name is closer to the end of the alphabet, you're more likely to be an impulse spender. Why? So this this is not, I don't know. According That's... to one study, with last names like Yardley or Zabar, oh. uh, you may be more susceptible to promotional strategies like limited time offers, is what it says. That's really neat. Uh, authors speculate that spending your childhood at the end of roll call may make you want to jump on offers before you miss the chance. That's interesting. Huh. That's actually really, that's like, a, that's psychology stuff in there. I mean, obviously this whole thing has to do with psychology, but like... Man, Interesting. Stats like that are so cool. Yeah. Like who? How do you even figure that out? I yeah. Like oh. Um. 
of course, these are like one or two studies, and I'm sure there's other ones that could disprove them. But yeah, it's but... cool that like even in that study, that's what they found. Yeah, it's that's cool. Uh, using your middle initial makes uh, people think you're smarter and more competent. Oh, I gotta start doing that. Yeah. So, uh, like, and actually, that's a good point with uh, authors, like J.K. Rowling. Yeah. Yeah. George R.R. R. Martin. Uh, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah, like yeah, I think it's, I, I was confused if it's one R or two R's. I think it's two. Okay. But yeah, exactly, like, yeah. authors do that all the time. It's true, it's very true, it makes them seem smarter. This one, if I you're like more, li- you are more likely to work in a company that matches your initials. Huh. So, Amazon and, uh, uh Amelia, let's say. There we go. <laughs> um... If your name sounds noble, you're more likely to work in a high-ranking position. So they said they found that in uh, in a European study, people German names like Kaiser, which means emperor, mm-hmm. and Konig, Konig, I, I don't know how to say it. It means king. They were more likely to be in uh, manager positions than people without names like that. Oh, that's like that's so cool. It's so weird, but and, I love um, it. And people with last names such as Koch or Koch, K-O-C-H. I don't know how to... I'm guessing this is German. Um, Or Bauer, which means farmer. It means cook and farmer in English. Um, Generally have lower occupations. Probably because of the subconscious effect the last name has on you. Which is crazy. That's so insane. Can I just say? Because I knew about how, like, like, a lot of last names and stuff, like, they are that simply because hundreds of years ago it's like that's what that family did you know like yeah someone has the last name baker and it's because they were generally they bakers. were actually just bakers yeah but i just think it's interesting that that somehow kind of still holds up today even if it's just you know one percent more likely to you know be a baker i guess yeah that's kind of cool yeah, it's crazy. And uh, actually, there was another thing, not really has to do with names, but if you're taller, you generally have a better chance of getting at a higher position mm-hmm. because taller people, like, subconsciously get more respect than shorter people. So if you're a really tall man versus, like, a, I don't know, like a 5'6 man, the taller guy will generally get more respect just based on his height alone. And that, that can help him get a get a raise or um like stuff faster. Yeah, I, I did I did know of that. I did know of that. But that's only for men. I don't know how it works for girls. I feel like it might be the opposite for girls, or maybe it would be the same. I I'm think not it sure. Would be the per- it probably would be the yeah. same because like a really tall girl, you'd be like, oh yeah, okay, you're bigger than me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And yeah. I feel like that's basically where it comes from. You kind of you kind of have that intimidation when you're taller. And I'll just quick fire the last, like, four points in here because I've been okay. spending a lot of time on this one. Okay. Um, if you're a boy with a girl's name, you could be more likely to be suspended from school. So if you're a boy named Ashley, you're probably going to get the de- uh, detention. Sorry. If you are a woman with a gender-neutral name, you may be more likely to succeed in certain fields. Uh, girls with low-key masculine names like Leslie, Jan, or Cameron. I didn't know Jan was a masculine name, but I guess... That's what they consider it. Okay. Men with shorter first names are overrepresented in the C-suite. C-suite meaning CEOs. So yeah. basically, and okay, this is followed up by another one, which I found interesting. Um, really high up CEOs generally shorten their names. So like the Apple CEO, Timothy Cook, goes by Tim. 
and then you have people like Bob, Jack, Bruce, they all generally keep it to one syllable. Huh. But women are the opposite. They use their full names. And they're saying that men in power want to use nicknames to seem more friendly and open because they, <coughs> they seem intimidating. Yeah. But women in high power want to use their full names to seem more intimidating. To be more Probably because in society, girls just aren't taken as seriously, sadly, yeah. in, in those fields. So they use their full name to compensate for that. That's really interesting. So the more you know. Yeah. I found that whole thing really interesting. That's really I, had, I had to go through all the facts. Yeah, that's a really, that was a, that's a cool one. Right. I have uh, three more. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll only go for two, though. I'm, I'm taking a long time. Oh, you got this. Take your time. It's all good. Go for it. Um, all right. So we got a JRU username. Um, they said, uh, today I learned, an assistant U.S. attorney focusing on sexual predators was found in his car hundreds of miles away with 36 stab wounds, including on his back and scrotum. In the blood, there was an unidentified fingerprint, and the FBI ruled it a suicide. Oh. This was back in, I read up on it, I think 2003. So this wasn't recent. This was a while ago. But the fact that they ruled this a suicide makes no sense to me. What was their Um, explanation for the unidentified fingerprint? Here, I'll try to find the guy's name. You cannot live to stab yourself 37 times. Okay, the guy's name was Jonathan Luna. uh, The guy who died. Yeah. Yeah, so... um, They found him. So his car was basically left on the road. And then he was found in a creek by there. Uh, but this was a suicide. Um, he, yeah, 36 stab wounds with his own pen knife. Um, his hands had been shredded, uh, throat been slashed. This is getting gruesome. Sorry, guys. (laughs) And then after the attack, he drowned to death in the creek because he was found there under, like, underwater, I guess. Oh my gosh. Um, so, do they think he stabbed himself 37 the, times, got out of his car, fell into the river, and then drowned? But it was a suicide, so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Additionally, the puddle of blood in the back seat and footwell of his car indicated that he wasn't even driving the car, but someone else was. So, there was probably a group of people in his car that took him in his car. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, and there was an unidentified fingerprint in the blood as well as in the car. And... Uh, that was that was fine though. Oh my gosh, what a oh my gosh, that's insane. That but they, the FBI that's so lazy. ruled it a suicide, that's... which makes me think uh, there's some corruption going on in yeah, that particular like, case. Yeah, like that's insane. Yeah, so um, that sucks. That sucks. That's that's a uh, that's rough. Must have uh, whoever he was. Doing some cases on must have had friends in high places because that's not a uh, good. Is not that is not all. a good. That is not a good. All right, are we uh, switching over? Do you have one more? Yep. Uh, all right. Let's see. Do we want to talk about deforestation or do we want to talk about uh, extra uh, vacation for non-smokers? Extra vacation for non-smokers, please. All right. So, today I learned a Japanese company has awarded its non-smoking employees six extra vacation days to compensate for smoker smoke breaks. 
I like it. I like which it. Which is pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. And I read into it, and he said that the point of this was that he hoped to encourage employees to quit smoking through incentives instead of penalties, which is actually really cool. That's so basically, really, yeah. part of this, not only is he benefiting people that don't smoke, but it's also going like, hey, smokers, if you quit, you have six vacation days. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is probably the smartest way I've heard of, of doing that. Yeah, no, that's really, really smart. Because there are a lot of places where smoke breaks are just, like, one-sided and... Yeah. I mean, like, if you're a smoker, you get those breaks. And, I mean, you, there, you need the breaks because you're addicted to yeah, it. Yeah, there's the whole but, joke of, I'm going to take up smoking so that I can get more breaks at work. Like, yeah, like, that's a, that's a whole thing. Yeah. No, that's so. awesome. Uh, oh, yeah, and the company is called Piala Inc., I don't think I mentioned this guy's name. It's uh, the poster. It's H J A L M A R, three okay. ones. I don't know how to say it. Cool, cool, cool. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say that. And uh, uh, oh, this one's pretty fast. I'll just rapid fire this one. Yeah. Um, it's by Excited One. Today I learned that despite decades of def- decades of deforestation, the Earth is actually getting greener. Which is not something you would expect. That's kind of awesome. Um, Despite ongoing deforestation, this is from uh, the conversation, but I found it on other websites also. Despite ongoing deforestation in South America and Southeast Asia, we found that the decline in these regions has been offset by recovering forest outside the tropics and new growth in drier savannas and sub, sorry, shrublands of Africa and Australia. So yeah, we are tearing away like the Amazon type places, but all these trees are going somewhere else. Well, so it's kind of staying the same. Okay, that's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. I like it. I like it. And that is all for mine. Off to you. <clears throat> awesome. All right. So today I am going to be sharing the subreddit r slash offbeat. So Ooh, that's offbeat. uh, uh <coughs> excuse me. Oh my. Uh, for <laughs> funny, weird, sad, strange, or quirky news that's just offbeat. Um. So, uh, this is just kind of, I, yeah, it's just, it's just interesting news. So, like, this, uh, first one here I've got is, uh, vegan woman climbs Mount Everest to prove vegans are not weak, dies of altitude sickness. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so then we have, uh, this woman, uh, Dr. Maria uh, Stridum. Uh, vegan lecturer, 34, uh, was to climb Mount Everest, like, like, well, climbed Mount Everest to prove that vegans can do anything, and, uh, unfortunately she died, uh, oh. uh after having <laughs> to turn back from the final leg of the expedition. Oh, man, well, that got dark fast. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> this definitely isn't me saying that vegans can't climb Mount Everest. Obviously, they can. It kind of sounds like you're saying vegans can't climb Mount Everest. <laughs> but but uh, it's just really, really unfortunate uh, timing, I guess, that that just so happened to happen when she was climbing just to prove that vegans can do it. Because obviously, you're right. vegans can do it. Vegans are way healthier than uh, me, so... I mean... One thing I'll definitely give vegans is that they, I mean, the ones that stick with it, that's got to take a lot of, like, willpower, strength, oh, you know? Yeah. Especially if it's not, like, 
If you've been eating meat your whole life and you've only changed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like meat too much. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I have started introducing a bit more veggies because I do feel like that's good. But to be able to cut all of that out and like milk and eggs and cheese, all of it, like, good on you. As long as you're still getting your protein from somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Eat those nuts and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> once again, like, it is just bad timing. I mean, they're saying, like, you know, it's not like she's <clears throat> the only one to ever die of altitude sickness on Mount Everest. Like, yeah, no, that's that it's definitely not the only one. It's I think it's just the comedy in it is that yeah. she did it to prove a point, and then she didn't. And then she didn't. Not yeah. that it's funny. It's terrible. But... Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. Yeah, all the comments are mostly just people saying, everyone dies on Mount Everest, come on. Yeah. Um, so next, next here we've got, uh... Beyonce's support and empower women clothing range is made by women sweatshop laborers working on less than 44 euros per hour. Yikes. Top comment is, made by women for women. Well, it's not wrong. <laughs> and plus, the women they hired were paid the same as the male children they could have hired instead. <laughs> very good, very forward. Yeah, um, yeah. so Beyonce's clothing label. Uh, Ivy Park used Sri Lankan workers paid less than uh, whatever, 0.44 euros an hour in sweatshop conditions. Mm-mm-mm. The thing is, though, with that whole thing, is like, yeah, it's part of the flack is because it is Beyonce, and it's her, like, her whole thing, like, hey, made for women. Yeah. By, by, or whatever the, her slogan you just said was. Um, but literally 90% of companies do the same thing. Yeah. Um, if the claims are true... Um, it would not be breaking any laws as the minimum wage is 64 euros a month, which is like, whoa, that that's bad. Yeah. Um, but the campaign, this, you know, empowering woman campaign says that the minimum wage should raise to 205 a month. So... That's just. I very, feel like uh, they're just trying to find a silver lining. Yeah, yeah. So that's because that's still really bad. That's still really bad. I mean, you got to go one step at a time with things like yeah. that. Yeah. No, it's good but, that they're getting a raise, obviously. But well, that's just that's what that's the really reaching. Thinks, but yeah, that's it's like it's fine. It's it's okay because they're getting two hundred dollars a month now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's kind of good job, Beyonce. Yeah. Good job. Um, <laughs> next one here, let's see, uh, Mongolian couple die of bubonic plague after eating a marmot. What? <laughs> yeah, so, so, uh, <laughs> but the, don't we have, like, medicine for that now? <laughs> here, let me read you the, uh, All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, so, a Mongolian couple have died of the bubonic plague after eating raw marmot kidney, triggering a quarantine that left tourists stranded in a remote region for days. As a um, side note, raw marmot liver? <laughs> anyway, continue. Have you tried it, Nick? Have you yeah, tried right. it? You Sorry. can't judge. 
Can't it's a delicacy. It. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Mongolia's westernmost province of Bayan Ulji. I absolutely butchered Very that. Very good. Which, uh, borders <laughs> Russia and China. Um, Six-day quarantine was declared in the region, preventing nine tourists from Russia, Germany, and Switzerland from leaving. Um, yeah, uh, after the quarantine, not many people, even local locals, were in the streets for fear of catching the disease. Could you imagine getting, like, told from your government, like, hey, don't leave your house right now, the bubonic plague is spreading. Thing is, though, the plague, I'm pretty sure, would just... Have we not found, like, an antibiotic or something to kill that, like, really quick? Because, like, mean, that was a problem for us. Like, what? I don't know when the bubonic plague was, plague was. Like, what, 400 years ago? 500 years something ago? Something like that. It was a long time ago. Probably more than that. Definitely more than that. Um, we definitely have a cure for that. Yeah, I don't know. It must... I, Eastern or Western, whatever side of Mongolia it was, I forget. Maybe they just, you know, didn't have the medical treatment there or something. But that's just insane. Also, eating raw marmot kidney? <laughs> yeah, very good. I, I can't imagine that's the most delicious. I did a quick, uh, quick uh, Google on it. Yeah. You can treat it with antibiotics. And um, there's about 650 cases every year. So huh. 650 people get the plague, bubonic plague, every year. That's estimated. kind of crazy. Yeah. And um, 10% die. Wow. Which is actually... A lot. Yeah. I thought it would be lower because we have antibiotics to fight that. But I guess if you get it, like get to it too late, maybe it just, it takes... Yeah. Like it just and I mean, messes you up too fast. That's worldwide. I'm sure there's lots of people that get sick from it and die before they even know what it is. Yeah. That's crazy, though. That is crazy. Um, this is. Oh, excuse me. This is funny. I'm just going to read you the uh, title of this article. I'm not going to yeah, actually click sure. it. Shoot. Um, so, two years ago, Cards Against Humanity is hiring a CEO, but it requires candidates to be Barack Obama. <laughs> so uh <laughs> was that like an April Fools thing or were, like what was their whole thing with that? I'm I'm sure. I mean it was probably just a, a joke. Uh Oh, it had to be a joke. It had to just like... be a joke. Yeah. Um Yeah, it addresses a new job posting on Craigslist. Uh so do you have any idea how much that game would blow up even more if Barack Obama actually, like, signed on to be, like, their CEO? Yeah. He wouldn't um, even have to do anything. Yeah. Like, he, he, he just had to be the it. figurehead of it. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> Let's face it. Yeah. Cards Against Humanity, the number one best-selling party game, is hiring a new CEO. Let's face it. We have no idea what we're doing this year. We wasted an enormous amount of time and energy trying to get Hillary Clinton elected president. And on Black Friday, we dug a huge hole in the ground because we wanted to find out if it would be funny. It's a great run, but now it's time for real adult leadership. <laughs> and then they invited Barack Obama to be CEO. I'm not even mad. I like it. I like it. 
Where was the one I was... I already clicked it. Oh, here we go. Uh, Ted Cruz thinks people don't have a right to stimulate their genitals. I was his college roommate. This would be a new belief of his. So What? Uh, <laughs> this, this links to a Twitter account that I guess, uh, like, I can't... The, the, the tweet is gone, I guess. It says, sorry, okay. this page doesn't exist. But I guess someone, this guy, who was Ted Cruz's college roommate, can... Uh, Confirm that uh, Ted Cruz used to stimulate his genitals in college, so his belief that you shouldn't do that is new. Uh, because this is the I guy. I don't even know what to say to that this one. This is the guy that thinks that dildos should be banned, right? So yeah, yeah. He's also the Zodiac killer. So I don't know. Oh right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about any of his stances. <laughs> yeah. That was uh that How was... did that become a thing anyway? With the Zodiac I, I killer being know. related People to just... How did that start? <laughs> I really don't know, but I love I love The internet's it. nuts. <laughs> I I love conspiracy theories just some of them are so funny. Some of them are just like, how do you even... How does your brain work? I know. It's just people don't want... People don't want to believe the obvious thing. Yeah. Because well, they, hey, Awesome's Razor. There Occam's we go. Razor. Yep. They don't want it. They, they don't want the easy answer. They don't want it. Get it out of here. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was all of mine for, uh, for today. All right. So, uh, yeah, that was r slash offbeat. And, uh, Very nice. That was that was a good one. I uh, I, I liked some of your. Uh, I definitely learned learned some things on today. Yeah, I we got there. we got real learned. That was really good. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening, folks. We love and you. we hope you have a wonderful day. <laughs> a wonderful. Day with have the, a wonderful you have, life. You have to you have to have the stop in there. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful day. Day. All right. Uh. Yeah. See you guys. Bye.